Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the Game Train podcast. I am Carl Smith, as you know, but Callan is not here. And so today I've got Connor Skinnersmith with me. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. You should try say Skinnersmith with me. <laughs> Skinnersmith with me. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't count because it's your name. <laughs> no. You've said it your whole life. Uh, we've got a lot of news. We're going to go and uh, chat about the, um, the very divided anthem. We're going to jump into some Far Cry New Dawn. Even have a look at Tetris 9-9 and uh, so on and so forth. But first, let's go to the news. All right. So firstly, in the news, the pretty obvious one is there was a big Pokemon Direct Mm -hmm. recently. Did you check that out? No. Yep, that's cool. Unfortunately. That's all right. (laughs) I I stayed up till uh, midnight waiting for it. I wish I could say it's because I was an avid Pokemon fan, but I was playing Trials. I was either playing Anthem or Apex. Oh, yes. All right. No. The two A's. I haven't really gotten into any Pokemon. Yeah, okay. Neither have I. So this is the worst timing ever because <laughs> Kellen is a huge fan, actually. So. Uh, I mean, I play Pokemon Go. Oh, yes. No, same. But. I mean, that doesn't count, hey? <laughs> That's about it. That's like saying you played <clears throat> Mario Kart and Goldeneye. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, the main news is that it's called Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. There's a whole new series. It's like a big open world, what looks like kind of an open world now. It's not just 2D sort of looking down graphics. It's like, I want to say it's modern, but it's still not that either because Pokemon runs at their own speed and it looks now like a really nice PS2 game or an early PS3 game. Like, It's mm-hmm. got that kind of, it looks pretty, but it's more like a Tales of Vesperia type looking thing the new setting is called gala region and it looks and is rumored to be based on the uk yeah i've seen a few posts about it and it looks a bit englandish yeah so i think that might be the case um <clears throat> there's a three new starters score bunny wobble and grookey um which look like a little fire dude and a little water dude and a little grass dude. But uh, they all look... Typical Pokemon? <laughs> Callum's going to hate this. I, I think they have like two things now. like a... Two types? Yeah, in one. I don't know. This is awful. I'm so sorry to all you Pokemon, Pokemon fans. fans. But um, that's, the, that's the news. But if you're actual Pokemon fans, you know that news already. And you know it better than I'm telling it. And I'm probably already playing it. Yeah. <laughs> Retrying everything. Uh, so that's coming out late 2019 simultaneously so all around the world at the exact same time that should be uh should be interesting and i'm sure callan will have me up waiting to play that i wonder who i'm go- i think i'm going to go the little monkey fella if i'm if i'm going to play that have you chosen your starter score bunny looks pretty cool score i've always bunny? liked the fire types okay yeah he considering look- i haven't played any i've always liked the fire types yes that's true i mean it's fire and it's cool yeah. i i thought that too but but the little grookey looks like a rasta monkey yeah yeah so i have to go that uh, okay, also in the news, Hollow Knight Silk Song was announced, and that is the sequel to Hollow Knight, which kind of no one saw coming. Which uh, Did you play much Hollow Knight? I don't think I've ever played it. Oh, wow. So um, This is another one that Callan's a big fan of, and Melvick as well, I think, my brother. But um, I, uh, I played it a little bit, and it owned me. Really? It completely wrecked me. So I didn't like the repeating... Like over and over, very Dark Soulsy, where you know, like you kill a boss and you come back and start again. Start again, you've got you to get, get better. Back to where you were. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I'm butchering it. It's a beautiful, wonderful game with excellent lore, beautiful art, great design, and the battles and challenges are really cool. But I just didn't have the patience personally, I guess. <laughs> so I gotta give it more time. Yep. Um, 
Anthem, which we'll be talking about a lot later in the episode, has just had its uh, first sort of fix-up with the loot. There's been a bit of a loot issue yep. in the game. That is now live. They put like a hot fix for loot. Uh, mainly, if you're like higher levels, or I think max level, level 30 at the moment, you won't be getting white or green drops, yep. which are like common and uncommon instead of rare and epic and all that kind of thing. So uh, that'll make a lot more sense in about half an hour. Also, Dead or Alive 6 came out today, so if you're into fighting and jiggling, jump on and check that out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the news. <laughs> so that brings us into the Foulard recommendation section. And um, we had a quick look of everything that Xbox Games with Gold and PS Plus are delivering this month which as you guys know we don't just list them all anymore so if you want to find out go check that out but uh the one we recommend this episode is actually recommended by a good man connor right here yeah so republic commando is a game that came out a long time ago 2005 and i played the hell out of that <laughs> nice. game yeah, so yeah i played it with my brother a lot you play as one of the stormtroopers Oh, you're a stormtrooper. Um, yeah, okay. so no Jedi's, as much as I can remember. It was a long time ago. Um, yeah, and you run around in your in the Republic, and the whole it's sort of based around uh, Clone Wars. Okay. So. So what style of game is it? Is it like an open world or like a? No, you're following the normal track of like levels and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, and you just run around and you'd play the missions as one of the. Commandos leading a group of, I think it's four stormtroopers. I think they were, I don't know, they're called something different back then, but yeah. Okay. And so you're leading like NPCs around or something? Yeah, but you can play four player. Back in the day, you could be four player on all those sort of games. Wow. Yeah, yeah, okay. Four people could all be playing in that same. So it's a bit like those old Lord of the Rings games? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Pretty much exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. I never saw this one. Just. Yeah, but it's a shooter, obviously, and. Yeah, great fun, loved it, played a lot of hours into it back in the day. Are you going to check it out this time? I might do. There's a, there's a big chance I'll probably get home and download yeah, that. It's free, you've got to jump <laughs> yeah, in just for a bit. Yeah, I yeah. might check it out just to see what it's about. Like I know, So it's a Xbox 360 game, but uh, you know, obviously it's playable on your Xbox One, it's all there, it's free, uh, and that's, um, that's this month's recommendation. Thanks, Connor. No worries. That'll uh, make us go straight into the games we've been playing, which is a bit hefty this time because there's been a lot of stuff. Wow. Okay, let me see. I'm just going to leave some of this out because, see, I think we're going to get Callan to talk about Metro Exodus, which I want to share with you guys a little bit, but um, he's got a lot more of an excessive understanding of that because he jumped in and went a lot further than I did. What was I doing while he was doing Metro Exodus? Mm, Um, Probably Trials? No, I think it might have been Tetris. Uh, yeah. Um, which brings me to Tetris. <laughs> Ooh, good segue. Um, Tetris 99, you know, we spoke about it last time, and I, was last episode the one where I was just, like, insanely excited because they just announced it? I think you were, yeah. And yes. we, I was, like, waiting to play it, and it was downloading as I recorded it. Anyway, the second we got off that episode, I picked up the Switch and had a go, and I got third place, first try. Oof. Very happy. Very good. Um, and then I proceeded to be, like... 89 and 70 for ages, ages. But then hours later, I got first, which which is very exciting for me because I've never been first in any of these 
battle royale sort of. Isn't that funny to say that yeah. about Tetris? But that's, <laughs> you don't want to really say it. That's why you're no, like, it's like battle royale. <laughs> <laughs> There's, but yeah. So I mean, like we said, we explained it last time, but we weren't 100 sure. But yeah, this game is a battle royale. It's 99 people playing Tetris at the same time. You can target the people targeting you. You can just like bully one person to get KOs. You can just target randoms. But every time you get like a Tetris or clear a line, you send what they call junk, which is just like empty gray lines to their screen. Classic Tetris, and you just have to be the last one standing. And since recording last time, I've had 16 wins. Yeah, this was old news. Don't worry about this. Um, <laughs> but and I was going to get Connor to have a turn, but we didn't have time. Didn't get around to it because, as thankfully, because it would be a disgrace, oh, <laughs> embarrassing on my part. Love behalf. to see that. Be, but I yeah. haven't played it since the old Nokia phones. You might be amazing. You might be no. like you know. You might just pick it up and it might just be in you. No, giggity. Um, <laughs> it could be. Well, anyway, that aside, I've also been playing um, Far Cry New Dawn. Now, th- did you? I played Far Cry Four. Did you do five at all? No, I don't think. So. Oh, is that the one on the beach and you get the tatal? That's three. Okay, I played three. Okay, played five four. was the last one in Montana, and there's like no, I didn't play that one. religion. Okay, why are you here? No, I'm just kidding. He's here for Anthem, and he's <laughs> very, very welcome, and I'm extremely <laughs> grateful. Okay, wow, look how grateful I am. You can yeah, tell by the wave really files tell. there. Um, now, Far Cry New Dawn. I was surprised by how fun that was. Actually, it was—it's um, very straightforward. It's not as meaty an experience as Far Cry Five. It's in fact like the exact same map, and I thought it would be a little bit more different because you know it's uh, post-apocalyptic, like 17 years since the um, events of Far Cry Five. But um, it's quite similar because apparently all the trees grew back and all the plants are green again. They just have a lot more pink flowers. But it is cool to run into old places you've been to before and see it run down or changed around with like the new aesthetic with the like hot pink painting and crazy stuff like that. But um, I don't know. The, the thing I found was there wasn't quite enough changed for me, and it feels if I don't know it. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. I was playing Far Cry Five. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it came out that long ago. Yeah, it was like last year. It feels. And, Not even that. And in Far, like it's so fun because it's Far Cry. Like you played three and four. Yeah, you've, you've played the best ones. Oh, I, play, and, I played the other one, and you like turn into that beast. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. You turn into a beast. Yeah, you like get different power. I can't remember what it's called. You don't like actually turn into a beast, but you can like run super fast, jump really high. Is that primal? Yes. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, I played yeah, that one yeah. as well. That was great, and that was kind of the same thing this one's doing, where it took the map from the game before it yep, okay. and change it up a bit yep. whereas this one like so it's not the whole map it's like a smaller section of the map so the game doesn't take quite as long and everything is kind of simplified like the crafting isn't as you can't add different scopes to different guns like each gun has its own like tier of crafting that you can work up in its own section so like it's everything's still there but kind of dumbed down a bit because I think and the point of it works I think they just want you to like Don't worry about the crazy stuff, like the complicated stuff. Sorry, just get in and do crazy fun stuff. Like go do the outposts. All right. And the um, that's one main thing I wanted to mention. This the outposts, which is my favorite part of Far Cry. I think most people's kind of favorite Far Cry 
element where you can just go in and take on these outposts in different ways, like do it stealthy or throw bait and let a bear go in and kill yep, people, yep. you know, or like come in with a helicopter and just, you know, fire <laughs> All down. The Far Cry fun times. Exactly. And yep. in this, there's only like, you know, 10 or so outposts. But every time you take over one, you get a chance of either keeping it forever and making it like a waypoint for yourself, or you can like scrap it all and then the bad guys return, but they're like harder, oh. like hard mode. Yeah. Okay. And then if you take that one down, same thing again, you can keep it as your, you know, respawn place or somewhere that you can recoup weapons or pick up cars. Or again, you can just scrap it and redo it and the bad guys come back. And that particular one is marked as like a super hard one. Ah. while the rest in the map stay as like easy if you haven't done them or anything so really creative sort of angle on that but um yeah i had a lot of fun with it and just you know running around in vehicles and all that kind of thing there's not a lot of substance there the story feels just kind of tacked on the characters are almost like forcefully hardcore or cool i don't know that everything just feels a bit forced so if you you know you go in there not expecting too much richness in story and creativity there but just like fun explosive good times then uh i think you're gonna enjoy it what else did i do wow i did a lot this week let me see <laughs> really we're, gonna, we're gonna skip a few of those Ooh. um okay so one of the things i've been playing for a little bit just, as you just may a have, little bit <laughs> is uh quite is, a lot is trials <laughs> rising very fun game it's it stopped me progressing in Anthem all the way to level <laughs> 30. It's, uh, I've played one track for seven hours straight yesterday. Um, I've, I've done a lot of things in Trials Rising, as has the rest of the people on my group. Yeah. Um, Callan's been playing a lot of Trials. He's just so rubbish. I'm so much better than him, which is not entirely true, but it's just fun to say because he's not here. <laughs> so I just want to... Does that mean I can sound better than... Africa and Tetris. Yeah, all, all those guys. Oh, yeah, we okay. are. I'm better than all of them because they're not here. Me and Connor are the best <laughs> trials players in in Australia. I think. If, yep, if you're think listening, so. we're better than you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a bit of a flex. <laughs> um, uh, no, but so basically, the um, oh man, the culture of this game kind of is that. That's what I'm trying to say. It's yep. so much fun because something about it. More than any other game, even with scores or something, there's some competitive nature in this that just, it's so beautifully designed that just getting that one extra second or like tilting forward a little bit is a complete game changer and you can just beat your friend and then you send the time to them and they go like, what? I worked on that all day. Okay, and then... 0.1 of a second faster. And they will stop whatever they're doing, whether they're in the middle of a mission in Anthem or like doing all other things in the middle of trials even, they'll come back to your track and go like, right. And you can watch your friend's replays and you can go, where did he beat me and how did he do it? And then you can race their ghosts. But um, I, le- I, I let slash forced uh, Connor here to have a bit of a go <laughs> of trials when he got here today. How you been uh, enjoying it? Uh, it's great. It's exactly what I remembered from the very first one I played years ago. Yeah, Trials HD. Yes. 360. That's it. Um, nice which is I'm loving that the fact that the nostalgia feels exactly like that one because the last game that came out Trials Fusion yeah I didn't enjoy because there was it was it felt blocky the the like humor was kind of they missed it they missed that kind of funny silly vibe they have going with Trials HD and there was just something lacking and it didn't feel like the original at all to me besides you're on a motorbike 
I don't know, the levels didn't feel as like brilliantly designed as they are now. This is as good as HD, I reckon, if not better. I'm yeah, just definitely. loving it. Yeah, great fun. Getting to see uh, all the different levels, how they've put it all together. Yeah. Everything feels smooth. Yeah. So smooth. Some of these some of these levels have are just like perfectly designed. Yeah. There's like full speed instant stop drop down yeah like the moves you have to make and and just how they got these designs working the way they do is just beyond me like i don't even know how they knew that some of this was you know like possible yeah sitting there testing it and going like yep i think this one's ready and there's just like track after track after track that is just like you think oh this this has to be the best design track in this game and then you play the next one you're like oh my god this is beautiful like you nail it and you just do the perfect run and then you get a silver and you're like, wait, why is that what? silver? Yeah. And you come back and there's like a little trap door or something and there's a secret, but you have to do all this crazy stuff to be able to land it, which is another thing that I love about this is the beautiful difficulty curve. Mm-hmm. It's like you do things where you're like, okay, I nailed that, but this next section is impossible. It's just not possible. And then 20 minutes later, you're blazing through the part you thought was impossible <laughs> and doing this harder <laughs> part after it. And it's like, you'll do that like five parts in a row and then you reach the one at the end and you're like, I just got to figure this out. And without even noticing, you start the start of the track and you just blitz through all these things that were impossible to you, like one after the other, like backflip, stop, drop, twist, bang onto something, bounce back onto a wall. And then you're like, onto the bit you're trying, like, all right, now let's see how to do this. And you haven't even clicked that you're like, Wait, I just smashed that whole level <laughs> yeah. just in a rush yeah. to get to this bit. So, um, yeah, enjoying Trials. Very much. Quite a bit. <laughs> so now, good. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm not reviewing Trials technically in this episode, so I'm not going to give it a score. But if I was, it would be nine. <laughs> anyway, um, that is all the games that I've been playing. There's been a, a few bits and pieces. I tried the Yoshi's Crafted World demo and stuff, and, uh, you know... That was cute and gorgeous and charming like expected. So uh, I'm excited to jump into that game. I did jump into the Damon X Mark in the demo, which actually I wasn't going to mention, but I should mention now because that was awful. I had a terrible, terrible time. It was just, um, it was a bad game. <laughs> I did not enjoy it. And I think it might have been because you're controlling a mech in a big open space and I did it right after playing some Anthem. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, it looked terrible, it played <laughs> terrible, it felt terrible. I've been seeing... But this is, you know, personal opinion, so... Uh, but yeah, that was only the demo. Maybe they'll change the entire thing before it comes out. Especially Who knows? with what happened with Anthem's demo. And they changed that completely. Yeah, yeah, just upside down. So... Full change. Um, speaking of which... Speaking of Anthem. That takes us, ladies and gentlemen, to our feature presentation. The review for this episode... Anthem. Something is out there. It wants to destroy us all. Anthem, so developed by Bioware, the legends behind Mass Effect and the Dragon Age series, and mm-hmm. Knights of the Old Republic, was that them? I think it was, maybe. Yeah, I should have looked that up. I hope it's them. 
uh, and published by EA. <laughs> Anthem is, uh, how do we explain it? To, if, if you've been under a rock and you haven't seen any of the epic trailers, which just sold this game immediately, whether yeah. you, you know, whether it was, I would have bought this game if it was a two, just based on the trailers. Um, it's like a, it's EA's answer to Destiny and yeah. BioWare's, I guess, but it's a third person one instead. You're controlling four different types of Iron Mans. <laughs> I mean, Javelins. Yep. Sorry, javelins. spelt it wrong. Um, you can say Spider-Mans in Iron Man suits. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> they're different. Yep. Um, but yeah, so you're flying around. It's sort of a big open world. You're there with friends. So it's it's all PvE. There's no PvP. And you're usually in a group of four. In fact, I think you're always in a group of four unless you really force yourself out of it. I might say I really like that it's not PvP for once. Yeah, the me game too. game is not PvP... These days is so hard to come by on a scale that is like this. Yeah, isn't that nice? Like this AAA title yeah. where all your mates are playing together, but you're all like fighting the same fight together and you're leveling up and you just... There's something really cool about it. There's only like... There's such strong camaraderie. It's not just like... It's still competitive, like, you know. You can compete in the way that you get XP and medals at the end and... Yeah. Better look, gear. Look at this cool stuff and, I got. Yeah. But you're always helping each other. It's just... And, like, as they evolve in this game and as they update it, they do things like, you know, change the health of the enemies or whatever. And that helps everyone, you know, instead of, like, just help depending on how you play your PvP section and how your game changes if you're going to fight someone with certain weapons. Buffing and debuffing different things. Yeah, there's, there's something... You're really right about that. There's something really cool about it, just being this huge PvE shared experience and not like some people are playing this half and some are playing that like you're all doing the same sort of thing and you can always come back and yeah it's just everyone's always there to play with you at the same time yeah no matter what's going on and i don't know if you guys uh listening you know heard heard me last time and the times before that but the thing i was hoping for and looking forward to but kind of just hoping for the most about anthem is that regardless of what you know score it got or whatever I was just hoping that this would be the game that brought all my friends together. Yes. Remember I was yes. saying? Yeah. Because I messaged you straight after I listened to that podcast. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And there was just <laughs> I that. I was like, yes. The that feels, you know? Yeah. And I was like, there's so many games that have come out which have been excellent, you know, like Sea of Thieves and things like that. Great but, game. But not everyone's playing it. Like like Tuania, Genghis Tuan, who does a lot of our digital filming and helping us with that kind of stuff. Like, he never jumped on that. And my, my friends... From other sections, didn't jump on that. Some of my brothers, you know, did sometimes, but sometimes sort not kind, different not friends. Really you know, like did but didn't. When you're online, there's like two playing Sea of Thieves, one playing Destiny, and three playing FIFA. Yeah, exactly. And then and FIFA is like huge, but still like only a little group are playing FIFA, and the other <laughs> groups always on Destiny or yeah, you know, like Destiny was a big. That was nearly it. It was a big interruption for every other game that came out. I feel like. Every yeah. time another game came out, everyone's like, yeah, let's play that. And then it's like, Destiny got a new update, new new things, yeah. new gear, oh, new bye. levels. And everyone's like, nope, not playing that, playing Destiny. So, speaking so, of which, Destiny, when it first came out, and then like, you know, Taken King and Destiny 2 and all that, that was the last time we all jumped on the one game for a bit. You everyone know, like, playing at the everyone. same time. Like, you open your friends list, there's like 7 or 12 friends, and it just all says... Destiny, except Caden's got FIFA on it, but it all says <laughs> Destiny. Um, Shout out to Caden, FIFA. But, um, and before that, it was Halo 3. Yes. You know? That was the, sort of the, the last time I feel like 
everyone whatever your tastes are because that's the thing is like the friends of different tastes like some like racing games some like soccer some like adventure some like quirky little indie games you know like yeah but all those friends just put everything aside and we're like we are now halo 3 <laughs> we are now halo 3 and we i are think now destiny we are now call of duty yeah exactly <laughs> and so i was so hoping for this to happen and it really did which i you know i don't know if it's happened in fact i'm 100 percent sure it hasn't happened for the whole world but for some reason, for my all my circles, my friends and family, everyone, just for like that moment, was in Anthem. We're all playing Anthem. We're all leveling up. We're all helping each other do strongholds. We're like, it's awesome. And just recently was the first time in ages that I just saw like seven people on my list and every one of them were playing Anthem. Yeah. Which is just, it made me so happy. So whatever you've heard and whatever we'll say now, all that aside... I already win in my heart. Like, I'm already happy because that's what I wanted. Yeah. And I'm stoked for that. Like, it's just, I love just sharing time with people and friends and being on and someone's on, no matter who. And you're like, hey, man, you want to do some missions? Let's go. Yeah. So, um, let me see. Like, okay, let's jump into the good things first. Okay. Because I I don't think enough people are talking about this. I I agree. You know? Definitely agree. Just the good things in general. But (laughs) one is everything we've just said. Like, it's an easy game to all be jumping into. Uh, and, you know, like community and things like that. But first and foremost, it's about the traversal. Yes. It's about that yeah, flying. Even, even when you're on the ground, the running and the jumping. And the dodging. I just, oh, I recommend that when you play this, if you've got family or something, do it with earphones. If you're alone, do it with like good surround sound, but turn it up. Turn it up real loud. Yeah. Because the sounds are amazing. Like when, and that helps with the flying and the running and the jumping, like, when you, when you press your boost button, there's just that satisfying feeling where your controller shakes and you zoom forward and the, like, oh, just the screen shakes. Everything yeah. around sort of goes a little bit blurry, but not so that you can't see anything. Yeah, and, and it focuses right in on you. Then yeah. the camera pulls back. Oh, it's just this. The first time you fly properly is a blissful feeling. It's like they really nailed it. They really yeah. they really got flying down to the T. Just oh man. I just, I just hope they keep this IP, whatever yeah. happens, you know, <laughs> yeah. just do something else with it, whatever you want to do. It was that moment for me when you first serve and hit the ball on Wii Tennis. And you just get it straight away. Yeah, yeah. when you first, you're like, how does this technology work? And you yeah. like fling it up and it, <laughs> and it makes that sound. It was, it's about the sound, man. <laughs> sound, I never knew it was such a thing, but sound makes traversal better. It does. Um, so yeah, and it looks wonderful. I've been seeing some weird things around with people like, complaining about how it um how it looks but i don't i don't see it like or i'm sitting there playing it and going like this looks fantastic like beautiful you you like go through a waterfall you can dive straight into the water and then go through like this big open circle and it like blasts you out into the open mountains and these birds are flying out of the way and uh, under the water looks great yeah you go from just flying and then about to overheat, jump in the water, go through like a, it's like a pipe coming out of a waterfall yes. the other side. Oh. Jets are cooled, can fly for further water. Like, oh, just everything looks so good. And they're, they're like, your jets run out of time, which which is a, another thing some people have been... Complaining about. Yeah, but again, I find that such a cool dynamic in the game because if you fly downwards, it recharges. Yeah, it's, because it either stops it or it... Yeah, depending on the speed and angle. And then depending on which one of the four different javelins, which are the suits, 
depending on which ones you use, they have a different flight time. Like if you're using the Storm, which is one of them, kind of like the mage of the group, it's hardly a problem because he or she can just fly forever. Like they, they are well, not based forever, on but heaps. that sort of situation. They, they yeah. are, that is their role is to stay above the battlefield and fly around and, just and hover. Kind of look and, over, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then if you're using Colossus, you barely fly, but you're the tank on the ground yeah. and the shield. The big hefty boy. I think it's all, it's all part of that strategy. I mean, if you could just fly forever, I don't know if I'd ever see anything on the ground. Well, it'd be boring. It would be. It'd be too, too much of anything. You'd get from one side to the other side and you'd be like, where was the middle? Yeah. So. And it's, having said that, that's another thing about this. The world is gorgeous, you know, but what I love about it is the verticality. There's like so much going on in the verticality. You can go like up the top and do a whole level. There'll be like, I don't like whole fields and villages and like buildings and whatever. And then you go down this cliff. And, and it just drops for, it feels like ages. ages. And then there's a whole, like, there's more stuff down below. And you're like, oh my God, it's not just like wide open spaces. It's up and down as well. On that middle plane, there's also water. You can go through the water and there's like a whole another world under the water. Like caves yeah, and all that kind of, systems. yeah. systems. And you find like different sort of levels you can go into. Yeah, it's so crazy. That is pretty awesome. And now, man, I don't know how, how this game has just been... <laughs> I'm just trying to talk about the it's good just, stuff and I'm trying to move on, but there's so, there's much, so much good stuff. There's so much good stuff. I like, don't know how people flopped it. I don't So so there's the um the mixing of the powers, which is in this game they call it the primers and the detonators. Yep. Which create uh, combos, which uh, you know, a classic we all know what combos are, but in this game they treat combos as something as if you c- combine the right elements, you get a combo bonus which you get like heaps more damage. Yep. So really good for big boss fights and really fights. important. So people have been saying stuff about this game being full of like bullet sponges and are oh, just enemies. You took out to shoot them heaps and, you know, gets you get over it. And it's like, well, I don't think this game is trying to encourage gunplay. Yeah, it's combos, your abilities. Yeah, all it, the yeah, elemental. It, it's about experimentation yeah. and it's about friends and communication. And that's like friends is a huge part, like. Before setting off to a mission, you all talk to each other and go, all right, so who here is going to set up like a, an ice build, you know, and I'm so going to say. be fire build and all right, let's, I'm going to be acid and I'll be able to weaken them with that. Plus I'll have a weakener. Uh, can someone make sure that they have, you know, a big electricity bomb Bolts, or something yeah. and, and so on and so forth. And then when you go in and you set up, like you shoot a bunch of enemies, like a really super powerful enemy comes in and one of you comes in, weakens them by 30% for a certain amount of time and throws an acid grenade. And then the other one just throws this huge shield. You all get in the shield and you all start blasting it with powerful weapons, you know, yeah. while someone's throwing fireballs. Next minute, Lightning that guy's... explosions. Yes. Yeah. And then it's just combo, combo, lots of numbers. Oh, it's beautiful. It's just so fun. And when you get it right, it just feels so great. Like you're just cheering and like, yeah, we're the best. And which, which leads me to one of the bad things I want to jump into is the... Um, communication issue it's very tricky to communicate with people if you're not in if you're not um in, in a party, party or, or yeah and you're game with strangers chat, so to say and the game reply like relies i should say so heavily on communication unlike something like apex legends which we spoke about last week but that game you can jump in with no communication but the ping system is it's, so good yeah so helpful for that you just point at stuff and press a button and you know you can kind of ammo or areas or it just enemies such a simple yeah. little thing that i'm hoping it might be one of those quality of life things that they kind of just maybe put in later yeah there's yep. 
a lot of that missing in this. Like you could, like there's just a lot of things that are easily changeable, which I still have hope for because it's not things like, oh, the flying feels bad. You know, if, if that was the case, it'd be no chance because that's all built into the engine, you know? Yeah. But it's things like there's no um, waypoints yep. in the map. Yeah. Which has, I mean, I'm not a game developer, but that can't be hard, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Spawn here? <laughs> like, put a dot, make it appear on your compass, and go to the dot. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I can, I could do it right, I'm going to do it on this paper here, Let's do a dot, <laughs> and you just go there. You see? You need an arrow, I which just, way are we going? <laughs> we're going that way, as you can tell. See, we just did some improvements. We did. I did some DLC just Let's, now. Let's uh, develop a game. Um, so <laughs> something like so you know there's there is a lot of uh, issues with it technically as well that's probably the thing that's been hurting it the most so it's come out out of the box and it feels a bit unfinished the worst part we're through already which was it's 45 different release dates Oof. and I'm so oh, glad that's done brutal. that was the worst thing I've ever seen <laughs> in a release ever, as, ever. Pro- is it the most release dates of a single game I think it might be. <laughs> it has to be. I think I think it might be. Did it have three? Four? Three and a half? Something? Well, four Two different demos. versions. Two demos. PC got it. PlayStation got it. Well, PC got it. And Xbox then... could if you had a certain subscription. X- PlayStation couldn't get it first before the Xbox people got their 10 hours. Yep. And then it unlocked for everyone. But as we found out, if you played any of the 10 hours you then couldn't sign into the full game. Yeah, so it's like five. So, yeah. <laughs> Is that right? So you had to do this Someone's other gonna thing. Someone's going to go back, listen to this and be like, one, two... <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's two. Well, there was, there was a lot. And like we are, you know, we live extensively in the industry. We're always looking at news and we're following things and we're hardcore gamers and this is our, like, life. And we were still confused. Yeah. Could you imagine just the average person that just has a job nine to five who just likes playing a bit of video games in the afternoon and, you know, he sees Anthem and he's like, that looks great. I'm going to get that. Oh, yeah. When does it come out? Yeah. Like, like someone's already playing it at work. It'd what be the, so lost. Why like, can't I play it now? It was just the most convoluted, weird thing. And I hope it never happens again. Anyway, that's gone. <laughs> we just have to unload that again. Uh, but yeah, so technical difficulties. The biggest one is loading. Loading is plentiful there's a lot of loading screens my worst complaint about the loading in this game is not that there exists a lot of loading because i'm used to that i some of my favorite games ever have huge loading like skyrim destiny at the end when you get more dlcs yeah yeah it starts to get crazy skyrim yeah skyrim's big one for loading screens. huge every room you went to but and it was i still walked away going that was the best experience ever and you you don't even think about (laughs) it whereas this you're thinking about and i think my issue with the loading screens is they are so boring (laughs) yes there's the same three pictures and they're bad pictures and they got this weird like (laughs) angle squares like just make either use it put something awesome The beautiful, like, show a bit show of scenery, like, slowly moving a bit or something. Yeah. Do, like, okay. a like a panning thing or just show some cool designs of javelins, you know, like... Different suit types, different armors. And colors and combination. Do, like, a random combination. Or yeah. just show one, just standing there in front of you that you can rotate or something so you can go... Different color schemes. Yeah. And you can go, oh, that's a cool idea. Damn, I'm going to try that. Yeah. Or, if you want to go one step into, like, godliness, do what... Destiny did. We're in the loading screens. You can actually go into your loadout. Yeah, you can pause it. Remember, and you can like 
change your weapons and yeah like change your helmets and whatever and it was amazing that you could do all that sometimes in destiny by the time the level started i was like oh man i haven't finished what i was yeah, doing i was i was enjoying that i was just really tweaking my guy there i was enjoying that loading screen like so the loading time is not the issue here it's just how the, boring like, it is <laughs> three or four pictures i don't understand how a game of this magnitude of quality in the actual game itself can't come up with like a better slideshow on powerpoint <laughs> than it's awful awful loading screens uh, so yeah that's i wonder i don't i don't know if any everyone else shares that issue with the loading is it because they're just angry it takes long or because they don't realize that that's the bad part of it is that it's a boring loading boring screen loading screen at least let us play or snake or something or do they need to upgrade the systems get an xbox one x xbox or something. one x maybe Get rid of that PlayStation. (laughs) So, possibly. We'll see. I mean, the PC people are still having a tough time. Yes. But, um, so, I mean, that's the main thing. I don't know. In in Fort Tarsus, it's a bit annoying because you're very slow. So, walking around the actual hub where you talk to people and you learn about things. uh, Still feels slow even after they fix that. Oh, did they fix that? Yeah, you can run now. Oh, when you tap it and you like walk yeah, well, a bit it's faster, like... <laughs> it's like a bit of a power walk. Yeah, okay. I I have played that, but I still yeah okay. It is faster, slightly. Yes. Um, so that part sucks. They, um, if you enjoyed Red Dead Redemption Two, you're gonna have a fine time in there. But um, which I did, of course. So I'm having a fine time. But I wish it wasn't first person. That's a bit weird for well, me too. What I found weird is they said they let you create a different look to your player. Yeah, why? And I haven't seen him since. Well, you see his little face. No, I see the helmet. No, sometimes it opens in the in the. Um... I've never had that. Oh, you haven't seen that yet? I haven't. I've finished it. I haven't had what? that. What? In in the, in a whole bunch of the cutscenes. No. Oh, maybe I've missed one or two. You must have missed three or four. <laughs> at least. There's a whole scene where, like, the mask opens up so they can show emotion, like when you're talking to Haluk. I have not seen that. Really? Maybe, did you choose the guy? I did choose the guy. Don't choose the guy. I fudged up. I remember you guys talking about this Just don't choose the guy. If anyone's listening and they haven't played Anthem... Choose the female. Choose the female. It's the female. It's very much like Mass Effect, where the female is just a better voice actor. The, The story kind of suits it more. You can tell, you can just tell when the characters are talking to you. And you're answering back because you have your own voice and you, you speak back in a lot of these like missions and choosing different dialogues. And you can tell that they were talking to the female in the script. It just feel the dynamic, like exchanges, feels way more natural between the NPCs and the female characters, like a back and forth. And then it feels like the male came in and just read those lines and they just muted the girl. <laughs> and it's like. I don't know. I can I can sense that. Like the relationship between you and Owen feels a lot better. Uh, if you're the... Yeah, I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, unless... But that's, no, you know. I can see that. I can see that. But if, even with like Haluk, which is one of your sort of father figures in the game. Yes. When you're an angry girl and you're fighting and there's just something about it. And then he has like his own... Your father figure has his own partner, another girl. And there's this whole like triangle of emotions happening between the three characters. I just feel like... With the guy, it doesn't feel as effective. There's something going on there, but I can't wait to find out more official details on that. But this, I just have this feeling that it was written for the girl. Yeah. Just choose the girl. Choose the girl. Um, and also, if you're the guy and you choose the interceptor suit, 
There's, it's it looks like a female anyway. Yeah, it, there's that real Ned Flanders in his ski <laughs> suit <laughs> sort of vibe happening there. Um, so choose the girl, which is me because I've got the interceptor suit. <laughs> are you? And it's just really sexy. He gets in and slices and tight, yeah. and he squeezes in, and he lands, you know, down and that like dead ass yeah, is just like really yeah. like toned, which is fine. I'm sure it could be as a male, but. That's a good-looking suit. <laughs> it's a very fun-looking suit. I've never felt so strongly towards a robot. Um, Best play type, though. Yeah, I think very so. Very fun. I really like the Interceptor. You, yeah. So you, what's your next after that, Storm? I might actually go the standard guy, Ranger. Oh, the Ranger. I haven't really given Ranger much time. I hopped on the Storm, and like going from the Interceptor to the Storm, I just felt like I was going in slow motion... Yes, okay, but I because, mean, the, but it's completely different play type, and they all are. That's another good thing about oh. this. <laughs> the four different javelins are like it just it's, changes it, yeah, completely. And they're all so different, but all so fair in their own different way. Yeah, and they like need each other. Yeah, like it's so brilliantly balanced that even when you yourself are like. Oh, I'll just go. If someone tells you, like, okay, we're going to jump in, but we've already got an interceptor. Can you just use the um, storm? And you're like, no, no, I can't actually, because it's just so different. I haven't had time yet <laughs> to get or used to it. If they're or... like, okay, Connor, you go with the uh, Colossus, and you're like, no, I can't. I don't know. Which is a bit like um, Overwatch, you know? You, there's yeah, characters different that you characters. Just, which is kind of cool. It's almost its own little mini hero shooter. Wow, I really like this game. <laughs> it's Wowza. so hard to come up with bad things for it. I mean, and there are there are bad things, you know, and it's like it's come out early and there's improvements that there. it needs to do. It, oh, yeah, you get kicked out a lot. DC'd so, a lot. Lots of technical difficulties. The main, like, sort of negative aspects of this game are technical issues. So hopefully that's things they can fix. And then, like I said, you know, quality of life stuff. But the game itself, I love it. Fantastic. Yeah, and I guess... There is also talk about a lot of um, end game being repetitive and not much to it, but see, um, I thought differently. When, really? See, yeah, I haven't when, reached end game yet. Okay, well, when Quaylen reached end game and he told me all of the things he had to do at end game, I was like, "Wow, wow!" See, I just I was expecting. I was like, I was like, well, so so good so far. What happens when you reach the end? Is it just going to be like that's it? Good luck, or is something else comes out? And he told me what came out, and I was like, "Wow." What? See, there's all that. And, like, I, I know there's, like, extra things to do as well. But it's just, if you go into this another way, like, what I enjoy, like, you, you pay this kind of, the same price for, like, a normal big adventure game. So if you go into this and say, for some reason, Endgame was terrible, which I don't think it is. I'm going to tell you guys a lot more next episode of my experience with Endgame. Uh, I know Callan's going through it a lot more. He should have been here. That's cool. He's probably playing right now, actually, because yeah, of how much probably... he is still enjoying Endgame. Or he's trying to beat your score in trials. He's trying to beat my score in trials. <laughs> he's probably trying to get that no faults. <laughs> or he's too scared to touch it yet. Maybe. But that's understandable. Um, see, the thing I was thinking as well, say this was like Endgame wasn't good, right? I don't know, hypothetically. Yeah. But if you're in my position, I've done about 65 hours because I just keep doing things with different friends. And I haven't yeah. finished the game yet. I haven't reached max level. I'm having the time of my life. Every time one of my friends jumps in, like a new one or two friends, a group from somewhere else, and they'll invite me in. It actually, Another good thing about this game. <laughs> it, it's so good about letting you jump into other people in other levels. Yes. Like 
they um, scale it down really well or just, scale up. Yeah, really beautifully. And everyone has like, like not an impossible time or you're not like steamrolling. It's like still a challenge. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's some missions are hard. Yeah. Like I've gone into missions and just died repeatedly. Yeah. Because mainly because of the javelin type I've got, I'd exactly. say. Or the wrong weapon. or Wrong weapon. No one's using combos. It, but at the same time, it's not the bosses aren't impossible to beat and even normal battling, it's not impossible to do because they scale it up and down so yeah, so well. So having said that, I've jumped into so many of my friends starting it. I'll be like level 20 something and someone's level three or four or, you know, 10. I'll jump in and we'll help each other get through and we'll talk and we'll laugh and I'll help them learn what things I've learned along the way. And it'll also give me a chance to bring one of my new javelins in, you know? And level it up. And because you haven't while played I'm it learning. as much. So it feels like I'm starting again anyway. So I've done that heaps. And then while slowly progressing my own story. So if you jump into this game, kind of going like, all right, I'm going to pay, you know, 70 bucks, 80 bucks, whatever. Yep. And I'm going to treat it as this huge, awesome multiplayer adventure game. I'm going to go from start to finish. And I'm going to get the credits and I'm going to get to max level. This is hypothetical if Endgame <laughs> was bad. And that's the end. I played a game. It took me, you know, 40 odd hours. Yep. And I really enjoyed it, and I'm done with it, and I'll come back when they add awesome free DLC, which they've said is going to be free. Yes, thank God. Yeah, story stuff. So even if you do it that way, how is that bad? Yeah. Like, you buy a game for a normal game price, you play a long normal game hours, and you reach like 60 game time hours, you know. Which is a good amount of story time. Fun, and the story's cool, the gameplay's fun, and then that's the end, and you're like, oh, there's nothing else to do, well, move on and play another game. And then like, come back. You're when done. you get the free DLC. You had a wonderful time. I, I love this game, but <laughs> anyway, we should wrap this up. I think this is going way over. <laughs> I didn't think that'd go... Well, you know, it's a controversial issue. We had it to is. spend some time on Anthem. There's been a lot of flack online, uh, and I just don't know how to pass that with this tiny, humble podcast but <laughs> if any of you listening want to share some opinions that you're a bit confused about because you think you're the only person on earth enjoying anthem show your friends this one and be like have a listen to these guys and see what they reckon <laughs> it's it's definitely not, not bad it's better than not bad yeah it's actually good so having said that what score would you give this game oh, so i've seen it already <laughs> i've seen it <laughs> uh, honestly honestly i'm gonna say a good 8.3 that is so nice to hear. <laughs> that is awesome. That's and I think that's fair. See, I'm giving this game an eight. Yeah, <laughs> see what I did there. You yeah. did. You did it. Um, and I feel very strongly about it because, I, and I, I don't know. I feel like I'm ready. Come at me. You know, like people are gonna say like eight. What? Because I think the general consensus of this game is like a six and a six point five, and I've been or on, lower. Oh, Laura, and I've, seen I've been really on, low. I've been on chat. I think you've been on there with me. I've been on there with my brothers, with Callan, and we've all been sitting there in glee, yelling at how happy and fun <laughs> we are. You know, like how what an amazing. And we keep going like sharing I'm, all the different loot we get. But we keep saying to each other like, "I am so lost and confused at at the public's reaction to this game. Like, is how? anyone here understanding these reviews? And we're like, what is going on? Why is this being so like?" hated on there's this weird mentality and everyone and not just like randoms but like professional reviewing companies like in the industry they're all sort of doing the same thing and we're just so confused and we're like we're not angry or annoyed we're just i specifically am just like 
confused, like like a scientific anomaly, an experimental There's mystery. Something has happened. Like, and I sat there sometimes going like, am, am I a full moron that I think this is great? Am I dumb? Am I missing? And then everyone else... Like, is saying in, the same thing that we in my are. Group. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, who doesn't actually like this? I haven't actually <laughs> met anyone. But anyway, so that's an 8 and an 8.3, did you say? Correct. Great call. Anyway, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, that was our extensive review <laughs> yes. on Anthem. Man, that's a good game. What is wrong with the world? Okay. All right. So uh, a bit of a uh, shorter episode this time because we're going to skip the classic me, classic you that we started last week. Obviously, because Callan's not here. So we're going to keep going. Callan, if you're listening, I hope you're really enjoying Hyperzone um, and your game Landstalker. I have been really not touching because trials, (laughs) but I will. And Anthem. I will. And Anthem. Oh, man. Mainly trials. So much trials. Trials is so good. <laughs> Guys, trials is like 40 bucks. Get trials. Um, anyway, we're going to jump straight to the end of the episode now, which of course means we're going to bring it into our lame train, love train, and hype train. <laughs> so we have to let our guest go first. All right. Um, Connor, what is your lame train? <laughs> So, my lame train is that I can't keep up with everyone's skills and game time that they're putting in just because of work, family stuff, and I just want to be able to hop into these amazing games, and I just can't do it. <laughs> That's really sad. It is a little bit sad. That's a little bit heartbreaking. <laughs> I just want to get in, I want to play some Anthem, I want to play some, some Trials, I want to catch up to you guys, and I just Aww. can't do it. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, I'll wait for you. I haven't fully... You're past my level in Anthem. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that lame train. Yeah, but not Trials. But yeah, Literally got that this morning. Okay. When you taste Trials... I tasted it tonight. Oh. So good. But when those scores belong to you... Mm, it's good. None yet. None, none yet. yet. <laughs> none yet. When you get your very first one, probably won't, because mm. Quailon's already playing. He's already Quailon? up there. We don't know how to say your name. Um, <laughs> lame train for me... It's not that heartbreaking. Oh, that's so sad. I'm going to stop all games and wait for Connor to catch up. <laughs> Except trials. Um, my lame train, which I kind of got into a little bit before, is the uh, is this mob mentality that we're experiencing lately uh, with, with Anthem specifically. Mm-hmm. But it's been happening a lot, and specifically with EA as a publisher. And I think Anthem lost a whole score, like one whole mark, because of EA. So I think anyone who gave it an eight... Gave it a seven, yep. and anyone who gave it a seven, it became a six, automatically just because for some reason because of EA because people just hate EA so much. I think it's because mainly FIFA was becoming such a flop. Well, that and like all the things they did with Star Wars and adding their yeah. loot boxes and like yeah, all the money they've done terrible things. But like, I'm just so tired of seeing games not getting sort of reviewed as their own separate entity and like. It I, is a completely different game. It needs to be rated as a different game. And when like, I'm playing it there, I'm not playing EA. I'm no. playing Anthem. Yes. You know, like, and I just find it so... And then for some reason, like what we were saying, that confusion we're feeling, somewhere along the line, one reviewer gave it a 6.5 or something. 
and that was suddenly the score everywhere. Every reviewer started jumping on with that same score, like yeah, like it was a trendsetter, and I was. It felt like no one was actually giving it their their own real yeah genuine rating. Like were they? I don't want to go it? too high because then I'm gonna be swamped and questioned and exactly and i was worried about that too like and i still am a bit confused but i'm like this is a damn good game yeah but um yeah i just don't like that whatever is going that's my lame train this this episode is that weird mentality floating around the internet right now with like the public and the people in the industry alike something's going on and it's very annoying yes so yeah and now let's get into the love train. All right, Connor, what is your love train? What are you loving right now? Uh, I'm loving what you said in one of your episodes, which we've already briefly gone over this episode, is that everyone is all playing Anthem. Yes. Everyone's playing Anthem. I hope I'm, I look at my friends list. 16, 20, 21 people all online, 98% of those people are all playing Anthem. Isn't that awesome? And it's like, I never see that many people unless a game has just come out. Yeah, and it's only like a day or two. And yeah, about a day or two. And then they go back to Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone has been playing Anthem. Yeah. Non-stop Anthem. I mean, wow, what a 6.5 out of 10 game. (laughs) Is it? Why would that happen? If it was six, why would anyone be playing it that much? How? Anyway, anyway. I gotta let this go at some point, and I hope this is the last episode, guys, that I mention this. But it won't be because I've never been so amazed at the human brain. Um, my love train is very similar. It's um, it's the current, which is funny because I just talked about the mentality <laughs> online, but it's the current community in in our own. There's this weird line between internet. <laughs> Pretend people and, and real us. life. And us. Actual people. Yeah. And at the moment, I'm having so much fun with actual people in games. Like, um, uh, like so, sort of towards the end of last year, it was really great gaming and early, early, early this year. But it was great uh, solo gaming. Like yes. God of yeah. War and Spider-Man. And I was having a lot of fun, but I was turning off the mic and not jumping into party lock because I was doing my own stuff, which was fun, but in a different way. And lately... Not just Anthem, but also with like trials. Everyone's jumped on, and it's just this beautiful like, it's it's competitive camaraderie where you're angry because someone beat your score, but you're not swearing at each other in the middle of a game because of like PvP stuff and saying mean things or like you are trash and you know why didn't you kill that guy? He was standing right there. I mean, we still are. We're like, oh, did you only get a B on that track? Oh, Oh. I don't know if you can be in our group anymore. But but there's so much fun in it. There's like there's a there's an excitement. And there's like, I, I hope you beat me because yeah. I want to go back and play that track again. And then in Anthem, like we were saying, it's all PvE and there's just this like togetherness. And lately I've just been on the mic playing Trials while everyone else is playing Anthem or something else and just chatting. And there's been a real, really nice community, just at least in my own circle. So, um, yeah, that's been my love train. Which brings us to the hype train. <laughs> All right, Connor, hit me with your hype train. Um, all right. So I'm really looking forward to what Anthem is going to bring out in the future. I want to yes. know what they're going to add. I'm really keen to know what's going to come in that. 
Yeah. Um, I've also really been loving Apex. Just the the feel of that game just feels amazing. Yes. And I Apex wanna... Legends, not Apex Constructor. Yes. Apex, okay. Apex Legends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I've seen a few little bits and bobs here and there online about what they're bringing or might be bringing okay, up very rumors. soon. Yep. Yep. Okay, nice. And I'm really keen to get in and hop on and play some of that when they come out. So. Awesome. Yeah. I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I wonder what Anthem's Taken King is going to be. Oh, yes. You know, like, yep. that's that's when Destiny came well, into its own. Well, I know what own. it is going to be. Free. Right? <laughs> oh. How good is that? <laughs> so bad. Six out of five. Six point five. Um, mine, I, I just received it today. I'm very excited to have a play. I'll talk about it a lot more next episode. But um, I just got my hands on Dirt Rally 2.0. And I'm a huge rally fan since the early Colin McRae rally games. Um and this one is such a beautiful homage to Colin McRae Rally 2.0 on PS1. Yeah. To the point where even in the special edition steel case, the design is exactly the same as the PS1 version, which is so nice to see because, you know, they took the Colin McRae name out of it um, right around. The, the first one was Colin McRae Dirt. And then after that, it became just Dirt. And I think it might have had something to do with like, Things moving over after his untimely death, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. really sad and really sucked. But uh, then, so his name vanished. But it's so nice to see that the legacy of those early games are still referenced by things like this. Which yeah. you know, calling it 2.0 is an exact shout out to the early like part two for Colin McRae Rally, which was Colin McRae Rally 2.0. Which I just love it, and the like special edition case is like green with these like three screenshots from in-game and they've got like the same angles one of them's jumping in the snow and I, there's something like so beautiful about that that callback um and i'm really excited to play it. in fact it just finished loading <laughs> this happens every episode last time it was tetris yep and it was Literally just done just finished before as we're like all right let's start 92 percent just as we started recording <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and do that right now um if you guys want to ask us any questions that you want us to answer next episode or any episode or just come and check out our stuff you can jump on our website which is www.gametrainpodcast.com our facebook is just facebook.com slash gametrainpodcast you can check out our instagram which is just at gametrainpodcast or our twitter if you must which is at gametraintalk uh but yeah you know jump on say hi give us some suggestions ask us some questions whatever the um the community has been really awesome on there lately you guys have been awesome thank you very much Chuck us a review on iTunes or Spotify if you have time. It helps us a lot. Mm -hmm. But mainly, just show people this review of Anthem. Yes. Just to try and say, like, (laughs) there is another thought out there. And it's not just clickbait. These are our real feelings. And we're confused. Please tell us if you're just as confused as us. Um, Connor, thank you so much for coming on and doing this while Callan's chilling. No worries. Happy to be here. It's been uh, it's been really good. Do you have anything else to uh, to shout out? No, no, I'm good. Sweet That's ass. it. That's well, all. Next week we'll look into uh, Devil May Cry Five, which uh, looks to be really awesome. Uh, we're going to look into Dirt and some Division Two. Lot of lot of D's there. <laughs> Lots of D's. Do you like? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this has been Game Train.